Welcome to the Desire to Dream podcast. I'm your host, Low Wilder. The vision of this podcast is to provide tools on how to become successful in your finances, business, leadership development, and much more. A little bit about me, I grew up in the hood, homeless at the age of 14. I made a choice not to become a product of my environment. And today, I am a successful businessman, community leader, and inspirational speaker. It is my desire to encourage and empower you to unlock your greatness. So tune in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Desire to Dream podcast. I'm your host, Low Wilder. And today, man, it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal show because we're going to bring some energy. You know, I got my boy Tyrell Muhammad on the call. Let's go. (laughs) What's going on, T? How you doing, my brother? Man, fantastic. Another day in the land of paradise. Brother Low, it's good to see you. I love the name of the podcast, Desire to, to dream. dream. You, you can't have one without the other. And and I was just talking with, uh, you know, Vic about that, man. You have to have the desire, that burning desire, man. And then you got to put in the work to turn that dream into a reality, bro. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn that dream into reality and turn that reality into our obsession, right? It. Be- right? It, it's, it, it's one of them things where we can have desire until there's temporary obstacles or until. So you and I and everybody have to have an obsession mm-hmm. to have that desire to dream. So right up in there is that ingredient. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. And if you're not, because see, here's the thing, you know, we always talk about the haves and the have-nots, right? Those that have it, is because they're obsessed with the dream. They're obsessed with making it a reality, making it into action. And we're going to talk about that, right? Because we talk about the mantra. Um, share that first, man. Share your mantra on the call, man, for everybody. Man, 100%. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, focused, disciplined, uh-huh. and enthusiastic. Um, I've been saying my mantra, brother, for probably about 18, 20 years now, easily. Fire, man. Fire. So T man, you know, if you know, just for those that don't know who you are, um, you're killing the game on so many levels. Um, and, and, you know, I just, I just, I'm honored to have you on the call for real, for real, man. I mean, uh, you know, you just had Eric Thomas, like on our call, like it's yeah. nothing. And now here I am. I got you. I'm honored, bro. Like, you know, cause <laughs> you know, you're all the way in the West coast, man. So definitely appreciate you and I value your time, man. For, for those that don't know who you are, man, tell a little bit about yourself. Man, uh, you know, I'm just a San Francisco um, man that grew up in the city. I grew up in the West Side uh, projects or social housing projects, if you want to be political, right. um, called uh, called West Side. Like, a, like many people don't know that there is an actual, uh, there are projects in San Francisco, but there's <laughs> several of them. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, I grew up, um, mom was single parent, but we basically made it through. Um, uh, by the age of 14, 15 years old, I was still in cars. I, I think by the time I was 17, we stole probably at least 150 cars wow. easily. Wow. I did not know easily. that. Wow. Oh, easily, easily. <laughs> um, played with guns, been shot, you know. Um, bro, I just had to... 
I had to find a way to to really uh, change the environment, not knowing that environment helps actually shape us in some form of fashion. So absolutely. I'm just your little brother from San Francisco, man, <laughs> San Francisco man. Bay Area. That's wild, man. And, and, you know, shout outs to San Francisco. I went out there, uh, did a dope trip, man. When I was single, we used to do uh, football trips. And so I went to uh, Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs on a Thursday night football game. Then on yeah. Sunday, we had the Cowboys and uh, uh, 49ers. So I was able to catch them two games on a weekend. Um, car got broken into. So, you know, yep. in San Francisco. It is you better not, it, it, you better it, it, not leave nothing on. Look, I'm from the city and we don't trust none of them. <laughs> Nobody. Hey, I saw a girl on Instagram who cracked all her windows and said, I'm going to make it easier for you. Please don't break my window. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I was with my wife uh, and we were in the city a few weeks ago. And bro, what they're doing nowadays is they're parking their cars and they're leaving their windows down. Oh, that's yeah. Just so, hey, go ahead. Go why? Just go ahead and, and do it. <laughs> Look, don't break my window. That's that's three hundred bucks. You know Easy. what I'm saying? Easy. <laughs> right. So look, yeah. if you want to go through it, go. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just man. a totally different environment in San man, Francisco. Man. Hey, man. But you know, we we got a lot, man, to to kind of unfold for everybody, man. You know, you was killing it. Uh, shared your high school football team. Shout out to your team, bro. Two time state champs. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, was it, you know, you saying you were stealing cars and, and playing football. What was it that kind of triggered, man, where you was like, man, I got to change. I got to change the the story. You know, I can't yeah. just go down this path because I'm sure at some point you saw like this isn't going to lead to anything good. Yeah. You know, when I played, um, we took the city championship because we didn't have states. I got you. Yeah, we didn't have state championships back then. I wish we did, um, but there was, um, we got into a system. So me and a few friends, uh, T-Top and others, mm -hmm. was able to get into organized sports. And these organized sports, to me, I think is what actually saved us. Mm. It really allowed us to... Um, get away from the extracurricular activity, right? Because after school, then you, then now you're too tired, right? <laughs> right? You're too tired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we dominated the uh, the city for two years straight easily, That's and then so some cool. of my other friends went on to uh, to take a three peat. But I think what 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 sports today back then is still important because it allows us to get into a system mm -hmm. not knowing you're being coached for life because i still hear principles of my coaches i still hear principles of a lot of my teammates on things that i still use today in some right. form or fashion i i I'm always bringing up something to a lot of my guys that really I, I got from my coaches back in high school. Right, man. That's dope. And mm -hmm. it's same for me. Right. I mean, you know, my coach, man, he was like big brother, big brother, man. He was like, you know, he kind of showed me how to be able to like 
play ball, do what I did on the field, but also took care of stuff in the classroom. Because yeah. honestly, t- I mean, I was the first to graduate high school. So, you know, going to college was a long shot. Like I wasn't, yeah. I didn't think like, man, I'm gonna go to college and play. Um, but he was the one that first put that, you know, that that seed in me, bro. And I was yeah. just like, okay, I can make this thing happen, man. So, you know, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, now I'm gonna be frank because I was like a C student you know, in high school, because we didn't, the, the teachers, the leadership of our high school, as much as I love them, I also have a huge dislike for them because Mm -hmm. we didn't have to go to class. Mm -hmm. Like, like they would allow us to roam the school allowed, like literally we felt like we was in leadership in high school. Mm -hmm. So my my educational skills really didn't come until I got to college. And and that in itself was a extreme shift. And I had to find a way to pivot. So I didn't have the academic skills immediately. But what I did have naturally low was. I had people skills. Mm, that hey, right there, me and you, right there, bro. <laughs> right? right. So I had, I I made friends in school. Right. Where I can go over their notes and everything. Let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I tell people I have photographic memory. I'm like, give me your notes like five minutes before class, and I'm gonna, like you said, get that C B minus. Yeah. I'm I'm in there. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, you know environment has a lot and i think you me and us we all have different experiences right and for the most part sometimes they're bad sometimes they're good but in reality once we become aware of who we are based on our experiences Mm -hmm. then you and i have to be responsible Right. To take charge and make the appropriate change where that we can pivot. I remember one of my boys was he sent me a message because we were going to go to school in on the continent of, of Africa mm. my in my third year. And I was like, ah, I, I was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm having fun. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So when you're having too much fun and you're in leadership in school, you you not necessarily want to make a change because now you're getting into the unknown. Right. Man, he left me a message and he was like, man, you better get in where you fit in. And mm. then, and that was it. Gotcha. So that's, what, pon- that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I pondered over that for like two days and I was like, you know what? I don't see where all of this is going anywhere. I need to make a shift or a change and actually do something that is going to be a value. So we actually didn't go to school in in, in Africa. They end up changing us and making us go to Paris. Oh man, okay. So, so I lived in Paris for about a year and a half, going to school. Everybody spoke English out there, but Again, culture differences, mm-hmm. mind opening, 
And when people asked me, well, how is Paris? I was like, bro, it's like living in LA and San Francisco. It's an international city. Right. Now I didn't live in Paris, but I lived 20 minutes outside of Paris called a city called Saint Denis. Mm-hmm. And Saint Denis was um Saint Denis was a hood. Mm. <laughs> you know, and nobody know like, hey, Paris got hoods, huh? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I felt like I was in West Oakland. So it's like <laughs> many oh, people man. who who know West Oakland, it's like hood hood, you know? Gotcha. Um, yeah. And mine expanded, never go back to his original form, right? Right, right. So my mind when I got back was, you know what? As soon as I get back into the States, I'm going to start moving in a direction. And for some reason, real estate kept coming across Mm -hmm. my plate. So when I got back, I said, you know what? I'm going to get into real estate. That's what's up. So, so, so I took the test and I failed it like five or six times. Cause you couldn't take nobody's note. You you didn't have nobody with notes. (laughs) Bro. And, and this, and this was when you had to wait four to six weeks. Oh man. Yeah. So it took me six months to, to get it. Yeah, you, you, you ever thought about stopping and just saying, "Man, the heck with this! Like, I can't pass." Like, no, no, no. I was committed. I, I was like, I don't care if I had to take it fifteen times. I was right. like, I was obsessed mm. with becoming or getting into real estate because no one in my family had been a part of real estate. And in fact, a, a lot of my cousins, they was like, oh, and you tripping. <laughs> you know? Look, I went out before I passed my test. I bought a sweatsuit and I said, call me if you're interested in real estate on my pager. <laughs> hey, obsessed. Well, you was ready. Hey, you was ready. I, I was ready. I, I knew that mm. I was... You know, and sometimes in life, you and I have to see ourselves, even when our closest people don't see it, see it. they can't right. see it. Right. Because it's for us. I mean, it was given to us. So, you know, like God put that in us so that we can see it, not for everybody else. Yeah. 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 And, and after I passed my test, I, you know, I went all in, I was working 10, 12 hours Man. And, and I was killing it. You know what That's I'm saying? So, and I became the local trade association president within, I think about three and a half years, four years. Yeah. I saw I that mean, man. Young, the youngest person ever yeah, did that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was the youngest president at that time to come on in the real estate trade association. I had a great mentor who was a manager of a title company. Uh, she, she was just absolutely amazing. The one thing that she was like, look, and here's a, here's here's a principle here listen to your mentors right Right. because because she told me she said look i want you to learn and practice in san francisco and i was like nah i was like i want to go over to oakland you know because i know Mm -hmm. a lot of people out out in the old in your comfort zone right yeah it was where you was from comfort zone you know um and she was like no you you're gonna work in San Francisco mm. 
And sure enough, she was right. Because what she was saying was, look, you learn the logisticals of San Francisco, which it does have a lot of logistics, then I can send you to New York or any metropolitan area and you will thrive and do extremely well. Mm. Got it. Wow. Listen to your mentors or your coaches because sometimes they we see they see a wider range of where you can be. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know. That's right. So, so check it. I was making probably like thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. Mm. I was I was like, oh, this is getting good. Let <laughs> me hire my family. Mm. Well, when you start a business, you should learn how to build a team. You right. you should learn roles and responsibilities. Well, Lo, I just told you I was a C student, so I didn't know none of that. Right. And they don't <laughs> teach that in school, man. Yeah, yeah, they're not teaching you unless you're doing business management. Yeah. <laughs> so I hired my cousins, I hired my friends. I was paying them five thousand dollars a month. Mm. To just follow me around. Wow. Hey, I yeah, bet they, yeah. they loved you, boy. Oh, they loved it. Yeah. They loved it. So again, these, these principles were, the principle here is learn what you need to learn mm -hmm. in order to scale to the area by which you are looking to become. So we was doing so good. I was like, hey, man, this is it. This right. is it. You know, and I just started building a team around me, man. It, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's that's fire, man. Like, you know, making that type of money right at, at that age. Right. Um, and, and, and let me just say this now. If you're listening to this podcast and you do not have a mentor, please go find somebody, man. So, um, and I just, I hope you are, I hope you, I hope you have one. Right. Um, so definitely, you know, mentors, like learn from the mentors. Um, we talk about exposure, you know, we talk mm -hmm. about, you know, how, you know, when you're exposed to certain things like you, you were exposed in San Francisco. Now you can take that and go anywhere and be successful yeah. because yeah. you had that exposure. So yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. And, 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 and speaking of real estate, because I think a lot of individuals, man, they, you know, I, and I know them, you know, I grew up with them and stuff like that. I got into real estate about three years ago, as far as investing in my, in my homes and you know, mm -hmm. being able to buy, sell and buy a few homes. And I, I just want you to kind of share why it's so important to get into real estate. Like, and I'm not saying become a realtor, but invest in real estate. Why is it so important? I know the answer, but I want you to share that with the audience. Well, here's the deal. We, we all are in real estate in some form of fashion. Right. So whether we are renting, whether we are owning, we have the ability to decide which area of real estate do we want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. It's okay to rent for a time being. Right. But at a certain point, you and I have to get into compounding our assets mm -hmm. so that we can start building what we are looking to build. Like, what's the goal here? 
The goal is to create a legacy. The goal is to create an endowment. The goal is to create a trust Mm -hmm. so that our family can live 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Right. We don't think far enough. Right for our future. And I started studying these families that was just very successful. And I realized, Lo, they were planning Mm -hmm. their futures 100 years. Bro, I was telling my wife, I want to, I want to plan for seven generations. You know what I mean? Like seven, yeah. yeah, seven generations. Like we needed, like, so we, we had a setup for that, but yeah. Yeah, that's 100 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. right? And when you are investing in real estate, when you are building your asset, then you can start to do other things that maybe you want to do. Mm -hmm. So I remember a couple of years in, a friend of mine asked me to invest in his company called Black Wall Street Records. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I saw a hey, yeah, talk and, about that. <laughs> and I was a fan. So I was already a fan. Right. So when he was like, look, here's here's what I'm doing. Here's what we're doing. I was like, huh, interesting. Let me think on it and then I'll get back to you. And I, it was easy. I had already made up my di- already made up my decision. But my high C was like, well, let me just reverse yeah. engineer what's going to be needed. And uh, I think I put 25, 30,000 into, into the company, mm. you know, and I, I knew they were good. Right. But I didn't know they were that good. <laughs> right. I seen some of the, I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 Eventually he ended up um, launching out the game which became a multi, multi platinum artist, right? Right, right. When we set up systems. Mm. Another principle, let's go. Yeah, right. Because there's two systems that we have to learn in life. One, if we're in business, we need to learn and master SOPs, standard operating procedures. Mm-hmm. But in life, we also need to learn LOPs, life operating principles to protect ourselves from ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Speak on it. (laughs) Lo, I realized that most of my failures have always been from myself. Right. Facts. So when we were making and doing high volume on a monthly basis, our our values and principles were terrible. We were partying, staying up two days, three days straight. Mm. So you can do that when you're younger. Yeah. But the (laughs) but but the reality is it's not a good habitual. Principle to live on a short and long term basis. Right. So we have to start developing LOPs, rituals, mantras, and missions 
that help us have more breakthroughs than breakdowns. That's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, because it, it it helps us to visualize where we're going. Right. Yeah, one hundred. It keeps us on track. It keeps us focused and efficient at what we're doing. Because you know, I'm not gonna lie, man. After uh, graduating from high or from college, and I started my career with uh, the corporation I'm with now, I didn't really have that, you know, LOP. Right. So I was just going with it. My boys said, yo, we're going over here. I went over there. Um, and, you know, financially, I wasn't where I needed to be. And then next thing you know, um, you know my goals started going down with it. So, yeah, yeah that's that's important. Very yeah. important. Yeah. And when we have. Normally, we operate off of values and principles. Mm-hmm. We sometimes just don't are not clear of what those values and principles are because they may have been one of our social peers Mm -hmm. ride or die right so we have these principles by which we live by but the reality is do they really conform to our short and long-term goals Mm -hmm. that's good that's good when we start to conditioning ourselves with our mission and matcha I mean, we talk about this a lot and people's like, I wish I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> right. And I get it. Actually, I actually get it. But Muhammad Ali used to say his mantra. He had several of them, but he used to say, I am the greatest so much. So throughout his career, that we started to even believe him that he was the greatest. Now, today, we still call him what he said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he said it with conviction, and it was like, yep. So we started believing, for sure. Yeah. And if you watch his interviews, there are many interviews where he said that, I said it so much, I I was training my subconscious mind Mm -hmm to help me when I was in the ring as well as out of the ring because he was fighting two worlds. One was in the ring and the advocacy for our people. Mm. So when you and I don't have a mission of our own, you can bet we're working off of somebody else's. Mm -hmm. We just need to be aware of what that is so that we can either course correct or Mm -hmm. double down on what it is that you and I want. Mm -hmm. Here's another example. I I bought my wife a Mercedes SUV last year. And for some reason, every time we hit the block, Nowadays, what do you think I always see now, Lo? <laughs> I always yeah. see this Mercedes yeah, SUV. Right. I'm like, right. come on, it's right. everywhere. The principle here is when we set ourselves up for these principles these missions, then we're going to start recognizing it everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
because it brings and, that in, and you start having awareness of of that mission or whatever one, it is whatever that goal is 100 percent. right 100 percent. yeah man so what, what what do you got for individuals that are like struggling like what is the the one thing that they can start doing now like is it is it going and writing pen to pad and and what's the first step they should do or or maybe two or three you know yeah so the first thing that i normally say to do is to create a mantra for yourself Mm -hmm. and if you don't have one I would say, take Muhammad Ali's I am the greatest, because the reality is we have we have to and need to start conditioning ourselves to be authentic with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes a little hard to do, Lo. Right. Because, you know, uh, that principle, the old principle was fake it till you make it. (laughs) Right. I hate that principle. (laughs) Not that it doesn't help or serve you in a situation, but the reality is you're not who you say you are and or who you are looking to be and become. Mm -hmm. And so we're not going to struggle or sacrifice where it is that we are so that we can become the person that we need to be to be that CEO of our family, Mm -hmm. to be that CEO of our corporation, to be that leader that we need to be. I was just having breakfast with the local chief of police this morning. Mm. And he just happens to be from San Francisco. So we were just chopping it up. Right. But we were talking about how environments matter. You don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. We have to figure out a way that is going to make us be uncomfortable but be uncomfortable in a way that we are now evolving Mm -hmm. ourselves into the best version of ourselves. That's it. Yeah. That's fire. That's fire, man. So man, with that, right. You know, we, we, we're in the Kings accountability group um, and we have this accountability group. We got people that we hold each other accountable towards our goals. We talk about our wins. You're like, how important is it for people to, once they got that mantra that, because you can write it down, say, I'm the greatest, put it on the wall, but who, who's going to hold you accountable for that? Like, yeah. who's going to yeah. actually hold you? So how important is that? And, you know, and shout out to the group, man, and the fellas, because I, I just go extremely harder now because I have individuals that I don't want to let down. You know, so I got my why, which is my family, my wife, my son. But now I got these group of individuals that are are rooting for my wins. And and also we're all helping each other. Iron sharpening iron. Right. And so it's important. You know, it's very important. Yeah. The the why becomes the ingredients to our mantra. Mm. And, And once we start. See, the mantra gets gets us up and out. Right. But once we start having a mantra, now we can start creating routines and systems around 
what we say and who we are. Mm. Let me give you an example. I remember that one of my, I've changed my mantra probably over 300 times in 20 years, easily, Mm -hmm. right? But my mantra used to include being a millionaire. I said, I'm not going to be a millionaire. (laughs) Right? And, and I used to repeatedly say it over and over. And, and that's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Making millions was important to me until I lost $4 million. Mm. Hey, re- re- repeat that, please. <laughs> that's crazy. Making millions was very, it was a part of my value system. Mm-hmm. It was a part of my principle but when I lost over four million dollars, man, it no longer like the only thing that was important to me, Lo, was happiness. Mm. I love that, man. That's fine. My girlfriend at the time, as I was losing money, I told her, "This may be a good time for you to jump ship." <laughs> <laughs> Now she's my wife today. Hey. <laughs> That's but I I saw the money going so fast that I was left with about $158 in my bank account. Mm. I asked my I asked my girlfriend at the time to pay my cell phone bill. Mm. I asked her to pay my my mother's cell phone bill because I was paying my mom's bills too. Wow. So again, it's not wrong to have that a part of your model if that is what you are looking to achieve. But as we mature, we have to determine what it is of value to us mm-hmm. now now let me back up a little bit because i mean we uh we talked about the real estate we talked about in investing in this record company but we were so out of the box that we we decided to start an airlines mm. and this airlines was the laughing stock of all of our friends mm. The founders so for, are so plain. No. <laughs> bro, hey. it it felt like this is the direction that it was gonna go. Mm. But we but we literally took five, six, seven years and built an airlines from scratch. It literally started off on a piece of paper in a cafe in downtown Oakland. That's fire, bro. Wow. Right. And eventually we raised over $51 million in capital. Mm. Bought two 717s. Okay. When you desire to drink, mm. right? It turns into a into an obsession. So we have to, sometimes we have to isolate ourselves low until we, 
can be authentic with ourselves and start having small wins. That is where the mantra comes in. We should start saying it seven to 12 times a day, but eventually you want to say it 50 to 100 times per day. Start conditioning your mind for it. I love it. We start conditioning our mind for success or the very best version of ourselves. Now, if if you can say that you're the best version of yourself, then salute to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is what we are all striving for. Right. That's facts. Mm-hmm. So we got to get to the point where we know what our LOPs are, what our SOP, they protect us from ourselves. We all have blind spots. We all have triggers. Mm -hmm. When these triggers come up, we need to be like, ah, that's a trigger. Mm -hmm. And start working on, well, what's the best version of low? Right. Like, what does that look like? I don't necessarily like working out in the morning, but I have the 5 a.m. breakfast club that holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. We have to create. So like you were saying, the point of accountability is you get around others that are are like-minded and we're all striving not to compete, right? But to be the very best version of you. Love it. Your family. So I'm not saying you just create one. I say look around who's around you because in in reality you already got one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true. So the question is, do you have the right people that is helping and shaping, architecting, designing, engineering the life that you know that you are purposeful to have. Right. And that's why I say, man, you know, hang around and surround yourself with individuals that celebrate you and not just tolerate you. Like you need to be around people that are celebrating your wins and also challenging you to continue to pull, stretch, expand and grow and develop into the best version that you want to be. Yeah. 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 That's dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, so you started, uh, you know, kind of pivot, you know, with the TMG, um, your business, you know, talk a little bit about that, man. Um, and, and I just, I love to hear more about it. Yeah. So, uh, today, my wife and I have a real estate corporation, uh, TMG Consulting and Development. I do a lot of consulting and development. Um, um, and she does a lot of the sales portion of, of what we do. And, you know, we just work to live the life that we want. We work to live the future that we desire. Right. So at the end of the day, 
My goal has always been to add as much value as possible that I can to my, my family, to my peers, to the industry that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I want to be the very best version of us. Word. And I know the very best version of us is multiple businesses, continue building our asset portfolio, continue to maybe relaunch the airlines, right? That'll be dope. These are like goals for myself because I know we can do it. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm just having fun with life. That's good, man. Right? Because as we work, we want to have fun. Right. We want to... Like, I can decide. My wife and I get a lot of requests to go to a lot of things, but I am happy, healthy, wealthy, focused, disciplined, and enthusiastic. She has her mantra. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. We only do things that are value, of value, to either her or me or both, right? Next weekend, next week, two weeks from now, something like that. We'll be at the uh, the San Francisco mayor birthday party. Connections. (laughs) These are valued events that can add value. Absolutely. And we just need to create LOPs and SOPs around what we're building, but you can't build those if you don't, if if you and I are scattered all over the place, you don't have a sense of direction mm-hmm. of where you and I are going in life. Yeah. That's but good. once we do that, Lo, we can now start the process of really becoming the very best version of ourselves, we can say no more often than not, unless it adds value to you and your family's life, to your business that you're building, mm-hmm. and others around you and I, bro. Absolutely. That's fire. And look, and, and, and for those that are listening, don't feel bad <laughs> because it's your life. And, you know, you have this mantra, you have this goals, you got this vision that you have for yourself and your spouse, your family. We're talking about generation after, gen- you know, thinking about the future generations that are coming after. So it's okay to say no to something that doesn't add value to you. So if you listen to this podcast, you know, we definitely want to challenge you and encourage you, man, to know, like, it's okay. So write it down, write down your mantra, write down your goals and really start to surround yourself with individuals that are going to help you and add value to those goals and dreams, man, that's fire T. And let me say this. If you and I are unsure of where we are at, the best strategy that we can use is to um, go into a reclusive where that you don't talk to your friends or family for a couple days. Mm. You can take it to another level by fasting and praying 
during that time period so that you and I can go inward so that we can come out with at least a step in the right direction Mm -hmm. and stay in that zone until you actually are ready to get out of the gate because what's a few days or a few weeks of seclusion of getting your mind right, getting your family in the right direction. Like this, this takes us to a whole nother level. Facts. Absolutely. Of life. Yeah. That's that, that's that next, that, that next living, man. Next level living. So definitely, yeah. man. Hey, that's fire, man. Yo, T, look, I appreciate you, bro. Um, we definitely got to bring you back, man. There's just so much more that I want to talk about uh, on the podcast, man. But definitely respect you um, and value your time, man. And and bro, I can't wait to get out there next year. We're gonna we're gonna link up. You gonna be at the 120 conference? Uh, I am scheduled to be out there for the 110. I I have some conflict of scheduling, but. Okay. I'm normally at, at all the events. I've been at all the events for the last six, seven years, you know, yeah. with EM. And again, man, I'm a student. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I don't necessarily like being in the front. Mm-hmm. But the react, but the reality is the more that we learn, the more that we advance, the more that we have successes, the more that we fail. These are the recipe of who we are. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait for the conference 120. And look, bro, this is our life. This is what we're looking to build. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Word. And so we have to continue on that path and that routine to make us and protect us. Man, facts, facts, man. Listen, man, appreciate you. Uh, your social media handles are going to be in the description for those of you that want to follow T, man. Look, right. man, you, you're an inspiration to a lot of people, man. Even when you don't know it, man, people are looking at you and they are inspired. And, uh, and I just know I'm one that, you know, I love it, man. And I love growing and developing with you guys, man. And I look forward to continually growing, uh, and collaborate, man. Any last words you want to share with everybody, anybody, uh, or everybody before you leave? No, man, get connected. Stay plugged into Desire to Dream. Stay plugged it. Stay plugged into systems. Yes. People, environment. Those people who give us good feelings and can teach and coach us, get wrapped up in it and become obsessed. Yes. I love it. Become hey, obsessed with becoming the very best version of you. That's that is it and then the recipe you know we can start tweaking on the routines and system based on goals but if we don't get around the right people and stay plugged into desire to dream and other data points information that helps us Mm -hmm. then we're going to be in the same place as we was last year and we don't want that for you. So everyone that's listening, stay connected, man, uh, and just continue to develop, man. I encourage each and every one of y'all to continue pushing, push, 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 man, grind it out, man. T, once again, man, it was a pleasure having you on, my brother. Oh, um, man, my yeah. pleasure, my pleasure. Come on, <laughs> yeah, come on, let's love. Go, let's go, let's go. Hey, man, look at everybody that's listening. Please like and share, man, um, and, and stay tuned in to the Desire to Dream podcast. I'm your boy, Low Wilder. I got my boy T on it today. Come on. 
on. Yeah, Come on. Hey. Desire the dream, baby. Desire the dream. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Hey, be easy, man. God bless everybody. Back at you, love. Peace out.